I want you in some Uggs, some sweatpants, a turtleneck, like a motherfucking like scarf, some earmuffs and shades. Like sex toys, like those and type niggas that just want to like smash, 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 hit it from the back. No, I don't. Where's the scarf? I don't know, big brain, learn world, you tell me. Welcome to the Any Last Words Podcast. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. We're back again, large and in charge. Indeed, indeed. And we have some things to talk about. You're excited about some things. Um, I'm excited about some things that you hit me up to talk about. For real? I don't know. I feel like I always hit you up to talk about stuff. I will. So, uh, yeah, I I, you forget about a lot of it. I will bring it up <laughs> when, when it's appropriate. But yes, we are. We're excited to do some things. Ah, uh, yeah. yes. But um, oh, what? Wh- okay. The, the, I think that there's, you know, two sides to every coin. So, all right. Last time and many times before, we've definitely talked about customer service experiences yeah. that we go through. Yeah. And I and I got so excited because of the last one because we talked about a lot of funny shit, right, uh-huh. in the customer service realm. So I wanted to start this one off with one. All right. Because I'm so I, I can't believe that this didn't come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> and and so it, it's because it's outrageous. It's one of the it's it's an outrageous one. Okay. And where there's no other way to look at it, but this is outrageous. Like there's there's just no other way. And I still feel as though there's still like a community of people that could just look at us and be like, yo, shut the fuck up. <laughs> you guys chose to be in the customer service that's your job you you choose to go there every day like we get it it's rough but like don't go there anymore but whatever easier said than done yeah i mean it's not even that though it's not even it's not even that like (laughs) yeah i mean because i i do i do continue to go back yeah and subject myself to this every day right but but again etiquette there's, there's just on both sides, like there's just the different angles to look at it. That's, that's all I'm saying. Right. Um, but I will take accountability for consciously putting myself back into it every, every day that I go to work. Well, yeah. I mean, you, you're not just going to quit. You know what I'm saying? Cause that, that just stops the money flow. Like you're right. But, you, I, you but I guess, but I guess the conversation would be, well, listen, if you're just dealing with all this shit, everywhere, then why do you keep going? But then again, there's the, the retort to that, which would be, well, you're going to deal with some shit no matter where you go. Yeah. So that's just that. You know what I mean? Okay. So you know this is a dog-friendly establishment that I work at. We talked about the dogs. It's a dog friendly. There are plenty of places that you can bring them that we allow. They're like the whole first floor is built for them. You know what I mean? Where people are staying there, the whole first floor is built for people <laughs> that want that want to bring dogs in. Right? Yeah. So in our eatery, our restaurant, we have a few different terraces for people to go out and enjoy their food. Your dogs are allowed out on the terrace. Where you are these eat. terraces like on the ground, or are they? Like, yeah, yeah, the, okay, yeah, yeah. They're on the ground. You know what I mean? Really, really nice place. They're spacious and all that sort of stuff. So you can have your dogs, your family. You're not bothering anyone else. And at a very a particular day in the summer, maybe like a year ago, there was a woman working with me. We'll call her Eliza, um, older woman. And she's out on the terrace. She's taking care of her family, maybe five or six people in this family. And it's very, it's very frequent. It's very casual. It's expected 
for people to be getting up from their tables, walking out into the grand, the grand lawn that we call it, that's right next to the terrace. You know, they'll get up from their, you know, the table where they're eating, walk around with their dogs, go play some cornhole, throw a frisbee, whatever. We have like a life size chess set out there. People go play that. They come back and eat. Like it's just very leisurely. Everything is very leisure. Did you say come back and eat? Like, like yeah, they were come eating, back and eat. Yeah, like were they like, eating before and then they took a break and then they came back? Yeah, like people just get up. You, it, wow, you you can do whatever the fuck you want to do here. You can I get see. up from your table, walk away for a few yards, go play, come back to your seat, eat stuff like that. So sometimes there are people sitting at the terrace. Uh, if if I come there and get a room, can I call down to Harriman and say I want Earl Hooks to bring me my shit? Yeah, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Actually, if someone if someone requests you, then that's that's it. Like here, like you're you're going there, and the, yeah, that happens funny. to me all the time. Yeah, for sure. I, really? Yeah, it's just like yeah, we want Earl. There are a lot of no, return. No, there are no, a lot of return what, guests. Is there like no? no so, I, but I, no, I'm li- I literally mean like oh, someone called the room. restaurant oh. and you personally brought their food up. Oh no, 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 no! You better come down to my fucking restaurant. <laughs> nah, nah, you're not. Oh, hold on. You said they got the leeway. Yeah, nah, nah. Yeah, you're right. But I'm also a real nigga, so <laughs> so there's certain there's certain things, you know what I mean? There's certain boundaries when you're working with a real nigga. Like, and and to be honest, this is actually gonna go into the the because I'm gonna talk about my mind being traversed over to an alternate universe on some Rick and Morty shit, in okay. which in which I would have been the server dealing with this and what I feel like that Earl would have done in that universe. All right. Cause I wasn't the server. So again, going back to Eliza, she's dealing with these people at this table. She, you know, serving them. Everything's great. Really jovial group of people. It's awesome. There's a woman that's there. She's probably in her sixties or so. She goes out, she walks the dog out, you know, anywhere we have mad of those little dog poop stations where you can take a little green baggie you see at parks and go pick up your dog shit and put it in the trash can that is directly underneath the depository. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I got you. Yeah, exactly. So the transgression number one is the fact that you went out, you know, you, you did pick up your dog shit. So that's great. That's great. But you didn't decide to walk back to one of these de- depositories and put the shit in the trash can. You walked the shit and the dog back to the terrace where your family's eating at a table, sat down at the table, which to me, I mean, that's, that doesn't fly with my family. You're not bringing a bag of shit to where we're eating at Fuck a table. No. Right? Like, so that's, so that's nah. already something to think about. Like you brought shit, literal shit to the table where we're eating food. So that's one thing. And then Eliza goes over to the table and makes sure everything's okay. Oh, you know, how's, how's your experience going? Is everything okay? Oh, everything's fantastic. Thank you so much. Oh, you've been amazing. The older woman looks over at her. She's like, hey, can you take care of this? Now, in the server's mind, especially at this upper echelon level, you just put your hand out. You just, you just comply. That is the way we're built. Yeah, oh, yeah, sure, whatever. So when somebody hand, you know, puts out their hand, they're reaching out. It's just reflective to put your hand out and receive whatever it is they're giving you. Okay. This woman said, could you take do something with this? And proceeded to put a bag of dog shit into this server's hands. 
<laughs> and then continued to eat her food. Didn't blink, no shame, no nothing. And and at this point, Eliza, it was too late. She already had a bag of shit in her hands, so she turned around, complied, did exactly what the lady did. You walked just, off to go. It, what amount of wealth <laughs> would, make, would make me act in such a manner? That I just, that I is, just wonder. Go ahead. Yeah. No, I just wonder, like, how much money do you have to give me to just to to just act like a dick 24 7 and 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 i i guess you know and again we 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 talk about this again and again and again and we're going to continue for everyone listening we're going to continue to talk about you know as far as as long as people continue to act like this we're going to keep talking about it as far as i'm concerned you guys aren't just servers and waitresses and waiters to me like you guys go far and beyond above and beyond yeah we do all sorts of shit like i just if if the people (laughs) only knew how much we do there yeah, like I'm just waiting for a nigga to ask you to scratch his back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, sorry, Earl, my arms can't reach this area. <laughs> so, so when Eliza, <laughs> that's why. <laughs> okay, you know what? You see, and so when Eliza came and told me this story of what just happened to her, my mind exploded as it always does. Yeah. Again, it was it was picked up and traversed to a, another dimension in which I was thinking about what I what that Earl in this parallel universe would have done if someone tried to hand me a a bag of dog shit. Just to be clear, the Earl in this universe would have not would not have done what the Earl in the other universe would have. Boy, let me tell you, because <laughs> the way I was envisioning this was I'm I'm. I, this is getting into the mixed martial arts bag. Like I'm <laughs> diving over the table and to the 65 year old woman, I'm taking her to the ground. I'm putting her in an arm bar. I'm knocking her fucking lights out. I'm picking her up. I'm slamming her around. Like I'm, I'm, I'm demolishing this woman. I'm beating Yo. the shit out of this older woman in my mind because like you said, or you alluded to, how much money does it take to become an asshole like that? Right. <laughs> Every time, and this this sort of thought really was just, just was incepted, right, in my mind recently. Uh-huh. I need everyone's autobiography. I wish that either upon hearing some wonderful feat that somebody accomplished something just spectacular or some piece of shit moment that someone had that just like you can't see anything past that aside from them being a terrible human being right i need to know how we got there i need i need to know just like you alluded to i need to know what series of events made you who you are today what got you to the point where you feel like it is okay to put a bag of shit into someone else's hands? I need your autobiography. <laughs> I'm gonna start asking people, where's your autobiography? <laughs> where, where, where is the account? Where is the account of all the experiences that culminated to make you the Who type you of the type, the type of person that would put right here, a bag of, of shit in someone's hands right now? I wish that we had like a fucking usb port like in our temple and i could just hook a fucking cord up to my brain and hook it up to yours 
and just download everything you got going on for a second. I wish <laughs> I could just download it because I need to understand. Because have have you seen this happen before? Have you seen people put shit in other people's hands and it was okay? Fuck no. No, I'm saying like for this woman oh. that, that did it, like to her, she didn't bat an eye at it. There was no hesitation at all. So I'm just thinking about where you came from. What village raised you? Who's your mom, your dad, your aunts, your uncles? What teachers and professors made an impact on your life? What and books have you read? What music do you listen to? Like, I need to know every bit of who you are to make me feel better about the fact that you just you just transgressed this way. And and what makes what makes Fluffy's shit too good to go into you know the designated area that it's supposed to go to? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. I'm glad you just gave this dog name Fluffy's. Right. Like, exactly. Like there are mad depositories where you can put. The shit, like you got the bag, yeah, from the, the same place, from the where... same place where you're supposed to yeah. put the shit afterwards, right? So you decided to take that bag, you know what I mean? Albeit you probably, you know, were taking a walk with the dog, so you weren't next to that trash can. But that doesn't mean that you don't go walk back to it or to another one to dispose of it in the correct way. But I guess that would be taking some etiquette, <laughs> right? That would take consideration right <laughs> and i feel like there are a lot of people because again i said that this was a jovial family like it was joyous at the table no one seemed to be trying to burn the world down no one seemed to be trying to go out of their way to be a dick or an asshole to anyone else i just think that nice people in in considerate people i think that there we need to make a distinction there yeah. Because you can be nice, you can feel like you're being a nice person with your tone. Like, oh, could you please do something with this? So for you, because you you asked the question, right? You didn't say, hey, do something with this, right? So you asked the question, and you asked it with a polite tone. So for that person, they may that have changes felt like... The game. They may have felt like they, they conquered all the different steps that it takes of being a nice person. Yeah. But the fact that you didn't consider the fact that you're putting feces, animal feces into someone else's hands, I just I, I, I think that that's very, very interesting to not consider that. So, so good. I, I got one for you. It's, it's, it's not nearly as crazy as what you just said. <laughs> but um, so I was at work um, maybe like two days ago. And, you know, we've only been open for a few days. Right. So this this lady comes in there. She's got a couple of returns, one from like January that she bought in the store, one that's from online from like two months ago. But it's whatever. We've been closed for four months. We're taking back pretty much anything at this point, as okay. long as it's not used. Okay. Um, so the time frame doesn't really matter. Um, so, you know, I'm I'm going through all this stuff. She's, you know, we, we don't have what she's looking for. Um, so she, you know, she wants to make, make a return. And then it's like, she bought the shit six months ago. So it was a different price then. she wants the same price for it. That's not a big deal, but there's shit going on wrong. And on, on my end, um, the register I would normally use to do orders is, um, is not, is not doing orders at the moment. So I go over to this other kiosk where I can place the order. And mind you, I just got this kiosk fixed a couple of days ago. Mm -hmm. Um, so I thought that the internet was working on there. And so 
you know, let's say 15, 20 minutes has gone by. Um, I've kind of gone through the ringer with this lady, tried to do everything that I can for her, um, ended up just returning the stuff. And, you know, sure, maybe she wasn't satisfied. So I get over to the kiosk, right? And I realize I'm like, dang, the internet's not working. So I'm, I, you know what I'm saying? At this point, I'm just thinking like, oh, she's just going to give up. And, you know, I'm going to leave. And she's going to leave. And I'm Come just going about my day. day. Or, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. This lady looked me dead in my eyes. She was like, you don't, like, can, can you go into the settings and like fix it or anything? And I'm just, I just, I just stopped and I'm just like, I was just looking at her like, like, I'm not help desk. Like, you, like, are you serious? Like, you want me to go in, like, you want me to, like, you want me to, you know what I'm saying? And don't get me wrong, like, I, I knew how to do it, but it's still, it's, <laughs> it's just like, oh, wait, hold on a second. Wait, nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I'm sorry, wait, because for a second, I'm thinking, okay, one, you don't think that if I could help you, I would do it. I'm not IT well, like that. Here, but let me throw the, but this, the fact that you could have me, done it. Let me throw this in there. Good. I literally, the day that I got it fixed, which was like the day before, is when they showed me how to fix it. So when 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 it happened again, I was more taken aback. Like I didn't think it was going to be the same exact issue. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So I'm just thinking like it's got to be something else. So when she asked me to just, can I fix it? It's just like. Like, I, that's, like, that's not what I do. Like, that's, that's not what they pay me to do in here. Like, I don't, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you want me to, you want, you know what I'm saying? And, and, it's, and the thing is, is there's other people in the store at this time. Right. So I just feel like I'm really doing too much at this, at this moment. Because I really need to be getting along to these other people who have been waiting very patiently. Yeah. Now, you, now you want me to be Inspector Gadget over <laughs> here and just dive into the computer's membrane and just, you know right. what I'm saying? Well, um, okay, so so I think the the problem with that more so is the fact that you guys are not staffed as you used to be. Right. Because because the thing right. is this: if you were staffed and you had three or four other people to help the three or four other right. guests that were in there, right. you probably would have been a little bit more susceptible to helping this woman. You would have been yeah. like, "All right, you know what? I got the time. I'm here. If you walk away, I'm not going to do shit else but go sit in the back and figure something. You know what I mean? So I might yeah. as well do it. Yeah. So I, I'm more so. I'm more so looking at it a fault from the side of we're in the COVID era. Y'all don't have the staffing. I have to get to these other people. Right. Because at the end of the day, in customer service, you, if, especially if you know how to do it, you should be going out of your way to help. To help to help the guests. It's well, not just like, eh, they don't really pay me to do it. I know well, how to do it, but they don't pay me for it. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. I didn't know if what I was going to do was going to work or not. I was really, it was kind of a shot in the dark for me. I was like, I'm going to just do whatever, uh, what's his name told me to do here. And hopefully this works. Right. Um, so I really wasn't confident in my abilities, to be honest with you. Yes. Um, I just, I just knew that I was just going to try to remember what, uh, what's his name told me to do. And luckily enough, it worked. So, <laughs> oh, so you did are. in fact, okay. <laughs> okay. So, so you did in fact do a little bit of work. And then, see, so he, all right, Matt, you know what? Cause, customer, point one. <laughs> they, 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 they won that set. They won that set because had she not asked you for that, she'd have just been shit out of luck and walked out and nothing would have got solved and you would have continued on with your day. But the fact that she asked, she just went a little bit out of her way to ask you, is there anything that you can actually do, maybe? And you're like, oh, well, I mean, I guess I could try. 
Oh shit! Yeah, it worked. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that was a little, that was that was their point. We got it. We got We got to give them that point. That no, was, I'm not mad at that. But yeah, um, that's I just though. when she asked me to do that, I was like a little blown because I'm just like I don't really know what the fuck I'm doing to be like so right. I'm you know sure I'll give it a shot, but like. Sometimes just, a shot is all it takes. Here's the thing. I just, I always try to look at the customer, whatever the customer service situation is. I try to look at it from my standpoint. Mm. I could never see myself saying, oh, can you, can just, can you just fix the device? You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I'm, right. never, like I'm not going to go into anyone's establishment and just, oh, just fix it. Like, yeah. You know yeah. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's very true. I mean, like, that's kind of like how my family views my dad. They're kind of just like, ah, you just always have to fight the good fight. <laughs> when he goes out, he just always needs to make sure that he's getting the best. Right. You know what right. I mean? And nine times out of ten, he ends up getting what it is he's looking after. And it's and it's usually not that grand of a gesture. Really? You know what I mean? Yeah, it's never that huge of an ask. Uh-huh. Honestly, you know what I mean? He's just like, eh, I feel like you could get this done if you just if you just tried a little bit. You know what I right. mean? Like I'm I, I am paying you. I am paying you for this. For this service. It's not like I'm just asking you to just go do some extra shit in which you're not gonna reap the benefits of. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I I, I get it. There's there's a duality to it that's kind of like weird because you don't want to force anyone to do something outside of what you feel like they should necessarily be doing or what's in their job description. Yeah. But at the same time, again, I'm a customer. I'm here. Just like try, like try, try to help me. If you try and then nothing comes of it, I'm not going to sit here and continue to badger you. You know what I mean? But just, just try for me. Yeah. Just try. Yeah. So, so no, I, I mean, I she was like at first though, like when I wasn't, when I was unsure and I didn't try what I, what I tried, she was willing, like she was ready to like, to like call me back like the next day on Monday or some right. shit to like, you know, to like get this shit figured out. Right. And like, I'm just, I don't know. I guess I'm just, I'm just not that type of person. Like, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. I think that's, I don't, I don't want nothing. Like, I I don't know if there's anything out there that I want that fucking badly. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? That you want to, that that you feel like you might possibly inconvenience somebody in their day for it. Yeah. To like, to get that shit done. I feel you. So that, you know, so, you know, the, sure. The customer may have been right. Cause what I did end up doing worked. And it got my fucking computer back online for whoever the next person is that I needed to do that same thing for. Yeah. So sure. But in, I, like I said, I any, always just... any exchange, especially in business, there's give and take. And, it, you know, there's a beautiful little dance that goes along with it. Any really relationship, you know what I mean? Right. And there and their boundaries that you don't want to overstep, but you you might want to sort of walk the tightrope. You know what I mean? To give what yeah. you want. It's, it's, it's interesting. But this one, I don't feel like was too bad for either one. No, no, it wasn't. This one, as far as customer service goes, this was a win. (laughs) This was a win for both of you because your confidence went up a little bit. You understood that you were able to do something that you feel like you didn't even have the capability to achieve before you tried it. Okay, so now you know for sure you can do that thing specifically for someone if they decide to come in, right? right? And on her side, you know, wasn't a huge inconvenience. She wasn't being, it seemed like she wasn't really being an asshole about anything. No, nah, she and wasn't she just being asked an asshole. Yeah, she, she got what really... she needed. So, yeah, it's all good. She was just really persistent. That, that, that's, a, <laughs> that's, a, that's a dub on both sides. It's a dub on both sides. Yeah. But let's go ahead and take a turn. I know you want to, I know you want to, young seven, no, I'm sorry, young Pacific, little seven C's. 
The so floor look, is yours. So look, um, I went fishing this morning. Um, <laughs> it's hot as hell out here. You got to get out there early. Um, so I, I use this app called Fish Brain, and it tells you all these places that you can fish at in your area. Um, and there's a version of it that you you can pay for as well, and we'll get to that. Okay. So I'm going. You know, I'm, I, I got a couple places I've been wanting to uh, hit up, and so like I go to these places. One of these joints was like on the other side of the Woodrow Wilson Bridge, um, off the of Potomac in Virginia. Mm. So I go to this place and it's just like I get there and it's like when you when you go when you look at the spot on Fish Brain there's a bunch of um there's a bunch of like pictures of what you know what people catch there what type of bait they were using they'll tell you that stuff it'll show you if there's a pier there so like and it, oh and so like, this so this app is sort of built by a community of yeah fishers. it's like okay. it's like a, it's like Instagram for people to fish ah uh, got you got you got you um, all right but sometimes like. If you're not using the paid version, it'll kind of just put you in the general area of where the water is and not necessarily where the pier itself is. Okay. So it's, it was just like the first, I went to like two places this morning and I, the first place I got to, it was like bank fishing just right off of like, just like a, like kind of a, like a, like a dirt hill. You know what I'm saying? A lot of rocks at the bottom. And it's just like, I didn't really want to fish there. A lot of vegetation, a lot of bugs. Mm. And it's just like, I, I didn't, whatever pier was in uh whatever yeah i didn't see it i don't know where it was i don't know i don't know where it was so then i went to this second spot and like i could see the water but this shit was like right in a neighborhood and it's like what do i like what the fuck i like nigga i'm not parking here and i'm not gathering all my stuff so that i can walk through someone's you know next to someone's house just just walking next to someone's crib so i can get to some some area of water that's damn near in their backyard. Like, right. Although through the app, it does tell you explicitly that it is, it is permitted. Yes. That fishing is allowed, but it's just like, it's just, like I said, it it puts you in the vicinity though. So you have to find like, (laughs) like you have to, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so at this point you're just trekking through someone's, through someone's neighborhood trying to figure out the spot. Yeah. Oh, that's a little, exactly exactly who is this dude it's just walking around exactly okay okay so um i'm just like i can't do this and and by the way um uh that spot that uh we're gonna call this nigga uh cbz the spot that cbz Uh tried to uh tell me about um out in like i don't know what the fuck what do we call that bristow or whatever yes Uh, yes 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 victory lakes or whatever right so it was kind of the same situation it was just kind of in a residential neighborhood and i'm just like i don't really want to park my car in front of jim and susan's crib and just like just be walking through this shit to some lake that's just in the damn near in somebody's backyard yeah don't get me wrong like i could you know, maybe I'm, I might be missing out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's something I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I didn't go back there at all to see. I just, I just didn't. I don't know. Something about it just rubbed me the wrong way. Yes, <laughs> yeah. Some people, I guess, that fish from what I've been able to ascertain are a little bit more comfortable going to the more underground spots. Right. You know what I mean? That are like hidden, or maybe they're not on fish brain. Right. And they're not necessarily permitted to go through. Maybe they have to park at a church. And then walk through a fucking jungle to get back to some lake that they're not necessarily supposed to be fishing at. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, I guess there are many different ways of doing it, but okay. Yeah, I, see. I just you I just, just want to go to a safe spot, not just like the customer service thing, not inconvenience anyone, right? Not have anyone looking at you crazy, right? Right. Okay. Um. 
So I get down there, right? And it's like it's like a couple old heads down there, like three of them. It was like like three niggas fishing off like eight rods. So they taking up like a whole God. side of the pier. Damn. Yeah. It's like three niggas like fishing between like eight different rods. Okay. Um, just taking up one whole side of the pier. I swear on everything. One of the, one of these niggas sound just like Coach Mike. <laughs> he, he was he was out there with the, like the same kind of hat Coach Mike be wearing. Those yeah. same those same like glasses that get like tinted in um like in the sunlight. Um, right. Like, and he was out there just just cussing up a storm. <laughs> and so, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, like I'm just hearing this nigga. Like one of the guys, um, one of the guys that was out there. He's like he was like. Hey, I think you got one right here. I think you got one. This is, he looked at him and was like, well, pull that motherfucker in there. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds just like, like that is a quote. He was, he was like, well, pull that motherfucker in there, nigga. The, cad- the cadence to it, the tone. Like, yes. like the, the raspiness of the voice. Yeah. Like it, oh, was all, yeah. it was all there. All there. Um, and... I just thought that shit was just super funny because, like, you know, you know, like Coach Mike, he's kind of a one of a kind type of nigga. Like, right. You don't really meet another nigga. No, nah, there's probably like five of them. In this <laughs> yeah, like you don't just meet a nigga that's like Coach Mike. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, man, it was a good day. I caught like a uh, at least a fifteen to twenty pound catfish, like on my fir- like one of my first reels. Um, and and yo, I gotta, I got, I really gotta invest in like a second rod because the rod I'm using, like, it's. It's cool. It's only it's only built to hold about twenty five pounds. I swear that joint I caught today was about to just break my shit in mm. half. I thought he was. I thought it was about to break my rod in half. I had to like. I had to like turn around and just like ask one of the people about like one of the guys. I was like, hey, one of y'all got a net? And like one of them came over there, helped me out, pulled it out the water, and I was you know. And I ended up giving the fish to him because um. Oh. Yeah, I've been catching too many, so I didn't want. You know what I'm saying it's, it's a lot to like gut and clean them. All joints. right, all um, right, all right. Low flex, <laughs> low flex. Um, well, and I don't do the gutting and the cutting, so you know what I'm saying. I don't want to. I didn't want to over uh, overwhelm. So that uh, fillet knife you got is mostly just for cutting the line if you need to do that. Cutting the line, cutting the worms, like cutting like if I catch like a small perch yeah. or something like that, you cut up the perch, use it as bait, something like that. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um. But yeah, man, good day of fishing. Um, I did more driving than fishing, which is why I called you and um, said I wanted to push this back a little bit. Right. Because I ended up doing so much drive. I did like an hour's worth of driving just trying to find a spot. And I ended up just going back to the spot that I usually go to. So, so you, by the way, all of this was done solo today? Like you yes. Were, you were alone. Okay. Yes, I was by myself. I'm, I'm glad. Okay. Because I was thinking about that when you were telling me about, you know, you going out and doing all this sort of stuff. Because you didn't bring up anyone else's name. And that that sparked an idea in my mind. Okay. These solitary excursions that people take into the wilderness, right? For me, when I've gone hiking, because there's so many different outdoor activities. Again, we talk about outdoor culture a lot and what it brings to people's lives. When I've gone out, whether it's been with people or by myself, and I've hiked or camped, you know what I mean? There's There are elements to it that if broken down, I can I can understand to a T exactly why it is I love what the fuck it is I'm doing at the moment. Uh-huh. And when I've hiked a mountain, <clears throat> gotten to the summit, and looked for miles over land, and you see highways, cars, you see farmland, just miles and miles and miles around you. For me, 
you look down and you see all these little specks, all these little people, these little lives taking place. Right. And your your perception is or my perception of things was expanded and I was able to think about things on a macro level. And I'm looking and I'm just thinking, wow, all of that shit is so minute. It's so trivial. It's so unimportant. But down there, it means everything. <laughs> I just happen to be up here at an aerial view looking down. But once, but when you get back down there, all that shit taking place just absorbs all of the, the again, the real estate in your mind. Yeah. It means everything to you. Oh, I got to get over here. Oh, I got to get to this meeting. Oh, I got to figure this out. Oh, I got to talk to this person. Got to have this awkward conversation I don't want to have. But up there, all of that just seems so minuscule. And I've heard of astronauts saying the same thing, like being out in space and looking down at the Earth. And I could only imagine what that is like. Yeah. Being like, oh my gosh, like we're on this little fucking marble down here. Like, those things, <laughs> those things are not as serious as we make it out to be. And so I just think about these things. So when you go out into your solitary excursion, right, and you're out there and you're fishing, you're by yourself. It's just you, the water, the fish, your rod, you know, whatever else it is you brought out there to help. I don't know if you bring music, if you bring drinks, whatever it is that you bring to facilitate the mood, the vibes for you. Mm hmm. But I, I want to know what's going on through your mind. Like, what is it about it that really brings peace or solace or entertainment? Like, what's happening in your brain out there? Um, honestly, like when I get out there and I and I do fish, um, it's like all I'm really focused on is the tip of the rod. It's like your like my mind just goes into kind of a kind of a matrix mode all i can mm. do is like focus my my eyes on the tip of the rod just looking for just looking for a bite because the thing is it's like <laughs> whoa but um, <laughs> um the thing is is <laughs> with fishing you have the current okay you have the wind and right. you have the fish right and all those things are moving the rod so yeah. like you're watching the rod swaying back and forth. It, it resembles that of a nibble, you know what I'm saying? Mm. From a fish. Um, so it's like, you have to be like, if you're not, if you're not watching, then, you know, you may, you might lose the bite. Um, because, you know, it, it's, and it's funny because like, when I think of fish, I kind of think of them as very, very, very primal, very, very savage because they're just they're down there and all they know is to evade the mm -hmm. predators mm -hmm. and to eat mm -hmm. the prey right you know what i'm saying right so it's like even though they may have watched their fr their fish friend just get zooped up out of the fucking water <laughs> yeah. they're still gonna bite that hook right you know what i'm saying right they're gonna right, right. bite it yeah um but <laughs> anyways but um no it's just like you are you just get in a zone where it's just like you have to be very cautious of of the rod um that's why i think you, it's so funny when you talk to me about these guys that got like fucking five to eight rods out it's just like yeah i know how that's, are you being I don't attentive know. to all of this action or possible action out N here like, niggas is nice niggas yeah is nice. i guess so i guess it just takes time yeah. however however and this is the thing about my me and my rod 
um, who I've named. Um, oh shit. Yes, I've named Holy it. Holy uh, fucking shit. Holy <laughs> I've na- shit. I've named my rod the Sixth God um, <laughs> to replace that of my destroyed uh, Mazda 6. Right, right, right. Oh, so this is this is your Mazda 6 reincarnated. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Um, okay. Yes. Okay. You feel like your Mazda 6 always held you down? Yes, nigga. It, it was- I didn't die in that car crash. Uh, that, that Mazda 6 ate that shit. So you would have been upset if that shit snapped in half off that twenty, off that twenty pound catfish you brought today. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, do you just get it fixed? Do you just buy a new rod? Like, well, when, when a rod I, snaps, that sounds. It, I like guess it depends on where it snaps at. Okay, because it's like you can remove the the reel. You know what mm. I'm saying? Or just put it on another rod. Right, 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 right. Um, but I think it just depends on where the rod actually snaps at. Okay. Um, and and on top of that, I bought this rod from Walmart. Um. So I'm hoping that it's, I'm pretty sure, I'm hoping that it's good quality. I want to say it's good quality. I, I did buy the two-year warranty on it because it was only five bucks. So it doesn't matter. If it was snapped, I would have just Well, fuck Walmart. Back. Tell me about this trip to, to oh, Fish Heaven. Cabela's. Yeah. yeah that you went to. Um, yeah. So I went to Cabela's, uh, I don't know, was that last week? Um, oh, yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. And it's really just, it's just really, it's, it's an outdoorsman's play, uh, outdoor, outdoorsman's playground. I'm surprised you ain't been there yet. Okay. Um, cause you know, they sell like, you know, just clothes, just all types of shit for outdoors. Like I'm, you, you know, you should take a trip in there cause oh, it yeah. ain't just, it's not just for fishing. No, oh, no, um, no, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to pop up in there. So I went in there and, and what's crazy right now is like through the pandemic, everybody is fishing everywhere you go. Shit is just out of stock. Mm-hmm. Nobody has shit. Mm. Um, and so I went in there, like, it was just mad aisles that didn't have anything. But I went in there wow. um, to, one, look for a new tackle, to look for a tackle box, because all I have right now is a backpack, and I just throw everything in there. I don't want to do that. Right. So I went in there to find me a little tackle box. Um, and Investment. So I, yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Because um, I, I like doing this shit, and if I'm going to do it, I want to do it right, and I want to do it, I want I want it to be fun, so I want to have, I like that. I I like have the shit. That's why you saw me with my Lamar Jackson shades on, uh, like, ten minutes ago. Um, you know what I'm saying? I just, I just want to have all the shit. I never knew, by the way, because you explained to me what the fuck these glasses are about, but for anybody that's wondering, because somebody's got to be wondering with me. Because why, why someone be, would wear sunglasses to go fishing? No, no, but not jet nigga. Don't do that. They're not just any sunglasses. <laughs> They're the same sunglasses. Because sometimes when you get into different fields, like you know, people just you don't know if certain pieces of equipment are just for show or for show. Uh, yeah, exactly. Or if it's for performance. So I just you. thought that maybe maybe that was just like something in the culture. Like people just like to have those. Fucking shiny Hell ass nah. glasses on, Hell you nah. know, with the strap on the them, back. Them shit serve a purpose, my nigga. Right, and I did not know. I didn't think about it, but as soon as you said it, it made complete sense to me. Yeah, that that so, the fucking the fucking sun is just shining off the water and yeah. reflecting into your eyeballs. Yes, and burning them out of the sockets. Now yes. that makes sense. Yes. So anybody that wants to fish, make sure you get you a good pair of shades, unless you're just in a very shaded area. Um, but when you go to the shared, shaded areas, it's usually a lot of bugs over there, which is why I don't like fishing in shaded, vegetated areas. Mm. Um, a lot of vegetation means a lot of dragonflies, a lot of shit that wants to fly around your face and bother you. Is there, is there any, I mean, it, as you know right now in this sort of novice stage that you're at, 
Yeah. Is there any advantage to going to a shaded area as far as fishing? Um, like? I don't know. I, I, w- I guess you can say it's it, it'd be a little cooler. So for the for a lot of the bottom water fish that kind of mm-hmm. stay on the bottom, they mm-hmm. you know they may come out of come out of hiding a bit mm-hmm. because it's not so hot. You know what I'm saying? Because okay. because as you get to the top of the water, there's more sun. Right, right, um, right, right. So it's hotter. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. So I don't know that you know, I'm sure there's a bunch of other advantages that, uh, you know, real niggas know that I don't. Yeah, and yeah. you will continue to learn. All right. Yeah, definitely. All right. But um, so, yeah, I was in Cabela's um, really just I wanted. So I've been like fishing for like bottom water fish a lot, a lot of uh, a lot of catfish, um, a lot of, uh, you know, like bluefish, things like that. Um, so this time I'm like, OK, I want to I want to you know, I want to give you some nice uh, some uh, some clip. Um, some uh like fake baits you know what i'm saying um that i can top water fish for like bass and uh perch and things of that sort okay so I, you know i go in there i'm looking for you know something uh something fake um and you know the guys in there they helped me out real cool guys um you know they were very knowledgeable as well so i really appreciated that so i got me like two baits um some like little fake worm baits mm-hmm. and a tackle box and it's just a great place to go it's like it's like walking into you know a nike warehouse if you're a sneakerhead that's right. what it's like um because there was a there was kind of an overwhelming joy that i felt when i was in there just looking at all the gadgets and gizmos just like man like what the what is that what does that do do i need it you know what i'm saying kid in the candy store yeah i guess I, I guess but even more so than that fuck that cliche saying for for you to go in there the way that i the way that it's sort of coming off to me is that not only are you just walking into a place, you're overwhelmed by all the different... It's just like a fucking casino. Like, you're overwhelmed by all the different colors and types of things that are in there. But right. with that, for me, is just possibility. You're like, sure. you're just looking at all these things and thinking about, holy fuck, I don't know anything. Yeah. And, and, in, and in registering your ignorance... You're also was also registering is all the room for growth and improvement. Very true. You're just like, wow, there's so many things that I'm going to learn or get into. And you know what I mean? Down the road. So I could see that also being like a huge part of it, a huge element to walking yeah. into a, an establishment like that. So after I left Cabela's, I, you know, I'm out in Virginia. I just got my uh, Virginia fishing license. I'm like, yo, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to find a spot out here real quick before I head back to the crib. And so... I'm out in like, you know, the Gainesville area where that Cabela's is. Right. And I'm trying to find this one spot. There's there's some lake. And like immediately when I'm in the Fish Brain app and I see this lake, I notice that it's like off of a golf course. So it already kind of like it already made me a little suspicious. Okay. So I'm, you know, I'm driving. The, the, The spot's only like 15 minutes away. I pull up soon as soon as I'm not like I didn't actually get to the spot. Cause I got to a point where I just said, fuck this. And I turned around, <laughs> I pulled up and it was in like a gated community. So mm. here I am once again, I'm just like, I'm not about to go. I'm not about to try to go into this gated community and be fishing from the shores of <laughs> right off of a nigga's backyard. I'm not I'm <laughs> the not shores that. of right off a nigga's backyard is hilarious. I'm not. I just how much, nigga? How much is the premium version of Fish Brain? I don't know. I gotta. Um. I gotta. I. I, I gotta check that out. You might I'm need gonna, to check that out. I, I might check that out because, yeah. like, with that, you can like, because, like, let's say you go to someone's picture in the app, you can click on that little that little upside down T 
teardrop that like kind of is like a pinpoint. You okay. can click that and it'll pinpoint the exact area where the fish was caught. Right. So it's like if somebody's on a pier and I want to go to that pier where they caught a fish at, I can pay for the app and it can take me right there to that pier. So I probably do need to invest in that. Um, yeah. Because like I'm, it's just, I, I'm getting tired of just pulling up, you know, right next you know, to a nigga's fence and just, like, <laughs> I don't want to do that. I no, no, I, I understand. And it, and to me, just like with the whole hiking thing <laughs> that we've experienced, it, it sort of does take away from w- whatever elements of escapism you're trying to, right. trying to grasp. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's like, ah, like I want to be out in nature, in wilderness. I don't, I don't want to just be looking behind me and see somebody grilling in their backyard with the family. (laughs) Like, it's just, yeah, I'm trying to get away from this right now. It's not just the act of fishing. Right. You know what I mean? It's like putting myself back into nature and getting away and just, I know, I get it. I get it. It's it's in a whole aesthetic. Yeah, because, like, I'm used to fishing places where, like, it's just open water. And maybe maybe it's off of, like, a small shore, or maybe it's off of a large pier. Mm -hmm. It's just open water. It's not... Yeah, you know, there's no homes nearby. You know yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, no, I get that. <clears throat> but yeah, man. Um, so you know, all in all, a good day. Any day that I catch a fish is a great day to me. Awesome. So, I like yeah. it, man. I like it. I and I, I think I've talked to you about this before. Getting getting a little bit older, I feel as though I've I've just stumbled upon this realization of having a super deep appreciation. For those that do the things they say they're going to do. <laughs> it just seems for some reason, I don't know why it took me so long. It just seems like it's it's invaluable. You know what I mean? Like, it's such a beautiful novelty to just see someone say, you know what? I'm interested in said thing. I'm going to make conscious steps to doing it and getting better about it, researching, learning educating people on it possibly bringing others into it if they are you know willing and open to it like it's that's that's awesome because i you know you clearly trying to get rj out there with you trying and and teaching him a little bit about it i've been learning about it anybody on here that doesn't know what the fuck anything about fishing they've been learning about it the listeners so i think i think it's cool i think it's it's very Hey, if, it's you, necessary. If, if you fuck with this podcast and you fuck with me and you want to and you want to <laughs> tell me about any cool fishing spots in the DMV, please do so. Oh, yeah, that's super dope. And for me, if you find any places where like skipping rocks would be ideal, I bro, I <laughs> love skipping rocks. Like I, I see. I know, I know that that it just. It may not seem as nuanced and as popular as fishing. <laughs> But for some reason, I don't know where it came from. I forget the first time I ever did it or whatever. But, I, you know, I, it's one of those things where, and this is actually a really good conversation. When you get older, hopefully, you start looking back. When I was talking about trying to get people's autobiographies or hooking their fucking brain up to my brain to understand where they came from. Yeah. It's worth it to think about that for yourself. Where the fuck did you come from? <laughs> What made you who you are? What experiences were interwoven right into the tapestry of your life that made you who you are today? Mm-hmm. And clearly, you know, the the village that raised you had a lot to do with that. 
So when I think about my childhood and the fact that my my aunts and my dad, you know, put me into these camps, these stay away camps when I was young, where I learned how to fucking do archery and swim well and ride horses and communicate with my peers away from my parents. Like that means a lot. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just being away from your parents as a child for two weeks is a very, very long time to just sort of fend for yourself. I can't go run to mom and dad and just, oh, they didn't. Like, no, you have your camp counselors, but it's not the same. You know what I mean? So just learning how to just socialize amongst your peers as a young kid and go and do all these really cool things. It, I, that, I mean, I, would, they, I didn't know it, but we were slowly laying down the bricks, the infrastructure to who I was going to be and the way that I was going to continue to do things the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. And I know that in camping there, this is Camp Bernie in New Jersey, it was an awesome place for me as a kid. Feel but the burn. For sure. Okay. All right. Uh, <laughs> I know that there was some rock skipping. There. Like, it had to be. But for I just get such, and you've seen me. Yeah. I just get so animated. And I just become a little kid out there when I'm just skipping rocks at a fucking lake or something like that. It's something about going and finding the best rocks, the best little smooth circular rocks, flat rocks. In, in the whipping motion, there's a technique to it. You know, it's just, I don't know what it is, but if anybody has great rock skipping areas, let me know. And I'll, uh, and if you want to go with me, let me know. <laughs> I can do that. Um, a couple of pods ago, we were talking about my interest in music we were talking about something about how about us listening to music in the car and you said something along the lines of what people might think about the fact that i you know for the most part i only listen to like maybe one two three genres for like 99 percent of the time right so we also talked on another pod about how i am a dj yes and i got to thinking and i'm just like you know what that doesn't sit well with me because I don't want people to think that I just like, I don't really, I just don't listen to all genres of music. Let's make, I want to set the record straight that I primarily listen to hip hop and R and B in the whip. But as a DJ, I do know of many genres and I play many genres um, in the fields in which I need to play them. Okay. Um, so, you know, when it comes to, you know, the, the techno, the EDM, I think the only genre of music I've never played at an event is country music because mm-hmm. no one ever requests that. <laughs> right. You, um, yeah. You're never really in those locations no, that somebody would. No. Um, but it, it all, but as far as different genres go, it made me think of a short story real quick that I want to share. Okay. Um, so I was DJing, uh, Big Smokey J's brothers graduate. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, high school. This is high school graduation. High school graduation. Yeah, right, right, um, right, right, right. And so, you know, Big Smokey J, he is uh, part Latino, and there was a lot of uh, Latino people there. Yeah. So, of course, I needed to have, um, uh, you know, Spanish music uh, from, you know, out of his. And here's his what's funny about it. I don't know, like, I don't know, like, I know some Spanish, but I can never listen to a song and know what they're talking about. Okay. So I remember his sister coming up to me saying that one of their aunts, um, cause they had, you know, they asked me to bring Spanish, you know, like Spanish music, um, Spanish tunes and whatnot. And I was prepared. 
but of course, I don't know anything about these songs. I don't know what they're talking about. Um, right. And maybe, who knows? Maybe, maybe I do, do DJs do their music, uh, do their research? I, I have no idea. Mm. Um, so I just remember her coming up to me and telling me that one of her aunts uh, basically didn't like one or one or two of the songs I was playing because some of what was said in the songs was a little vulgar. Uh-huh. Um, or maybe, you know, and you it's just definitely like... definitely have to watch out for that in like Latin music. <laughs> but... And it's so funny because I was just like, I was just like, well, damn, like, what do I do in this situation? Like, I don't know what the, I don't know what these songs are about. Right. I just, I've trusted the internet and people, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've trusted the internet. I've trusted people who listen to Spanish music to kind of just give me all the cool hot shit or all, and, and all the stuff that maybe even older Latino people would like. But it just really made me have more of an appreciation of bilingual DJs because they they out here just getting it. Right. Right. And and it's like, even like, it takes me back to even like when I was in, like going, like when I was DJing at Santorini and, you know, they would always, you know, like, hey, you know, throw some more Spanish music in there, throw some Spanish music in there. Right. And, And it's like, I don't know, as an American DJ, I guess maybe I was a little hesitant because it's like, I don't know anything about this shit. Right. Like, so it's like, I'm going to throw some shit on. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. of course, like there's stuff I, you know, like, uh, the, uh, Despacito. Culo, you know, Despacito, Kulo, oh, oh. <laughs> like Pitbull, that type of shit. Like, I know that. Yeah. Oh, oh, right. You know what I'm saying? Like, song, I know yeah. that stuff. I know that stuff. Um, okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I know that stuff. But there's a lot of stuff out there that, I don't know anything about and like I play it and people dance and right. like it but it, it doesn't help me at all and you just keep it moving yeah it don't help me at all because right. I, I still don't know anything about this stuff so yeah. shout out to the bilingual DJs because y'all y'all in a whole different realm of where I'm at yeah yeah and I mean this just goes into trying to absorb different cultures right trying to immerse yourself in what other people have going on because it will help a lot of the times you know, again, people, you don't know what you don't know. Right. And a lot of people, just because something isn't there in front of them, I mean, it is, it's, it's a weird conundrum because if you don't know that there is something to look for, you won't necessarily look for it. Right. <laughs> so you have to just bump into some information that would help you with something. But a lot of times you don't know all the, all the little bits of information that will help you along your way. You just think, oh, I'll never have to deal with that. Like, what am I going to need to know that for? Right. You don't know what you'll need it for. Right. So in this, just learning a little bit of Spanish, just like some Spanish 101, or even just going in, you know, some of the top songs that you want to go learn, just, you know, getting the translations from whatever. I'm and, that's, gonna, and that's what I was saying. I was like, do I just have to, like, do my research? I got to, like, look up each song to see what they're talking about before I take it to a family-friendly event? You yeah, know what I'm I, yeah, I think, I think that that's just due diligence. Yeah, I, I if guess you're, so. If you're going to so. go to, yeah, like, if you're at the club or whatever, it is what it is. You know right. what I mean? You got to chalk right. that up to the game. But if you're going to a high school reunion where there's going to be mad grandmas and aunts and cousins and little children, yeah, you should probably look it up. Because I, I remember I was blown away because some of the things said in that music, it, I mean, it gets a little wild. Things that you wouldn't really, 
they wouldn't express it the same way in like our hip hop or something like that. Uh-huh. There was a song, I forget exactly who was in it, what it was called, but there was a line that said, Me gusta como con la boca me pones el condón. What that means is... I, all I understood from that was I want to say the word mouth. Okay, it, la boca. Was, yes, was mouth. Okay. <laughs> okay, you got that. All right. <laughs> that line means, I like how with your mouth you put the condom on me. Okay. So, so if you could have been playing a song that could have said something, because it comes off real smooth, like it's different in that culture, but it's, right. you know what I mean? So right. you could have been playing a song with, so it's, you know, somebody's grandma was listening to how a motherfucker was talking about, oh yeah, I like when you put the condom on me with your mouth. Like, <laughs> and now you imagine you playing that for your grandmother. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So you're right. It's <laughs> it behooves you to do a little bit of research because you never know what the fuck people are saying in some of these songs so i yeah, see nah. yeah so I, I i get it i get it but i'm glad that you're aware of it now so when you, <laughs> when you get back out there and you start you know doing some of these gigs you would just be that much more aware of what's going through the airwaves right 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 i just i just thought that was just mad funny like i'm out here i don't know what they talking about in these songs but you know what though and you picked up you kind of talked about something i want to i want to investigate a little bit more okay you talked about listening to different genres of music and you also talked about listening to mostly hip-hop in the whip right which which leads me to believe that outside the whip in certain situations i mean as a lot of us do depending upon the mood the vibes the environment it it creates a certain ambiance that drives you to want to listen to a certain type of music if you again you are the type of person that is eclectic in listening to music. Um, so I'll, I'll say I'll say this: my MacBook and my iTunes, my MacBook, completely different world than my Spotify account. Okay, which I use in, in the car. Okay, um, there's a lot more you're gonna find in my iTunes. Um, you know, like like when I when I when I clean up, I listen to Odie Goodies. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm like if I want to listen to some music while I'm cleaning up, I listen to Odie Goodies. But you know where I probably got that from? my parents because that you know what i'm saying like you know on a saturday morning in a black household <laughs> when it's oh, like when it's time fucking hate <laughs> oh like i mean they let me get like my saturday morning cartoons out the way right. you know what i mean but there's gonna be a point yeah <laughs> where you come on downstairs and there's gonna be some some maintenance right you know what I mean? You got to get out there. You got to cut that grass. Yep. Depending upon the, the season, you got to cut the grass. You got to rake the yard. You know what I mean? You might have to shovel. You got to do some laundry. You got to do some, what that, something. Something's happening. Yep. You know and I mean? then, you know, there's like, there's been plenty of instances like, you know, like me and Antoinette. Like, we're, we're drinking. We're having a good time. We're having fun. And, like, we just throw on, like, some, you know, some some fucking green day. You know what I'm saying? Like just, Whoa, I, yeah. didn't see that. I did not see that coming. Yeah. Just, but it, it's like, I guess there's a lot of stuff that we just kind of grew up with. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay. Um, so yeah, like, yeah, I, I'm, like, yeah, I'm I, trying to figure out exactly what spaces correlate with what vibes, right. Which bring on what music for you. Right. You know what I mean? Like for me, when I wake up in the morning, I'm not trying to get straight to trap music or, no, you know what no, I mean? Or no, nothing no, like no, that. No. There's certain rap I can listen to as soon as I get up, but it has to be something kind of like soulful or meaningful, like J. Cole, I can listen to in the morning. Uh-huh. 
You know what I mean? I can listen to something like that. It's going to get me thinking about things. It's going to have like some, some deep substance to it, but still with cool flow and awesome instrumentals, you know, something that I can feel inside. Right. You know what I'm saying? Um, during meditation, which is going to be in the morning or at night or the middle of the day, I listen to classical music. Okay. Straight classical music. I've been put on or found so many different classical artists that I love today. You know, uh, uh, you know, like Max, Max Richter for anybody. Max Richter is a good one. Chad Lawson is another one. You're not listening to that. Uh, you ain't listening to that Beethoven. You know, you know they, they, they say he was a brother. <laughs> So now, so what's up? All right, man. Well, listen, I told you, I already told you about, and I'm sure nobody in the chat has listened to him ever since, or maybe even clicked on the shit that I put in there. But Benjamin Clementine is is all. No, I didn't click that. (laughs) See, see, see. see. I don't need, I don't need. And that's that's a brother. So what's up? I don't even remember you sending that. That, That's a brother. So what's up? I mean, he he was on the piano. It was one of those like little tiny desk concerts. When when the day comes when I want to listen to some classical music, I'll hit you up for for his name. Uh, uh, Okay, all right. I'm just saying. I'm just saying that that there's for me. We 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 have to do something, especially in our culture. We have to do something. We have to open people's eyes. The world is so large. It's so big. It's so vast. There's so many things. To reap, like honestly, I you want to hear something really funny though? What? Um, this morning when I was when I was like in route trying to find one of those spots, I I kind of pulled up on Mount Vernon on accident, and I don't know if you ever been to Mount Vernon. You ever been to Mount Vernon? Oh uh, yeah, when I was a kid. Okay, um, and I just I don't know for some reason it just got me to thinking, and you know maybe I'm an asshole, but I just kind of assumed that like you know maybe maybe none of my friends have ever like been over here in like like in this area you know what i'm saying and i'm just like man these niggas got to get out more man like these <laughs> niggas got to get out and do some more man uh, <laughs> but you've been there so you know whatever <laughs> okay well i mean it's funny that you call out this very specific thing like you're looking at mount vernon and think they well i know out. i know it's not even it's just more so the area i was in like georgetown memorial parkway i'm right. sorry george washington memorial parkway it's just like it's a really nice area a lot of trails um a lot of places you can uh fish if you wanted to um very nice area Those huge homes and then you pull up right on mount vernon and, and like right. that's where like it's you can just only, you can only go in a circle or go to mount vernon getting getting out is something right i and i talk about getting out all the time i do i mean it brings a whole lot of value to my life specifically and the, the, the things that i choose to do when i go out mm-hmm. i mean i you know clearly resonate with me for me I, i'll take your getting out and I'll raise you. All right. I would say getting out of your quote unquote wheelhouse, getting out of your own mind, getting out of your lane. I'll, I'll, I'll phrase it that way. Okay. I don't think it's necessarily about getting out. I just think that people like physically, I think that people just need to try something new. Yeah. That's, that's really my thing. It's just like, you know what? Oh, I, what? What do you like to do? Oh, I do this, this, and this. And that's me. This is who I am. Oh, oh, well, well you know, you ever thought about trying this thing over here? Oh, no, nah, that ain't me. I don't know. I don't do that. That isn't me. Well, what the fuck is you? Or, or what, the, is, what does that mean? The all-time great, um, especially in our community, when it's some white people shit. 
Oh, I listen. That's that's off the reservation for me. That's well, that's, yeah, it is. I, that's, that's why I said it. That's I said, crazy. To I me. said in our community. Yeah, no, nah, that's crazy. I, when when it turns into quote unquote some white people shit, nah, or you can't, yeah, when, you can't talk to me about that, or when that's... someone said or like or you know for for you and I'm certain someone's told you this before at some point in your life when someone says you know you talk white or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, well yeah, and again. <clears throat> I told you the other day when you sent me that video of all them racist white people, whatever, and fucking, <laughs> and fucking Harrison, was it Arkansas, Arkansas or whatever? Yeah, like I, and like I told you, I'd have never been caught in a place called Harrison, Arkansas. But, <laughs> but I take into account people's intelligence level when I speak to them. Right, I truly, truly do. And again, this goes back to the autobiography. Like, I need to know what was built to make the mind that I am now conversing with. So if you say some shit to me like, oh, you you talk white, immediately for me, you you haven't if you're if I'm talking to someone that's 25 or over and you say that to me, you've been on this planet for 25 or plus years, and I'm I'm not the first person you said this to, right? Or, or the first person you brought this idea up to. It, you could have said that to a white person or whatever. Like, oh, man, that one black person speaks white, right? So you've had this conversation. This idea has been arisen before, before this exact moment. That leads me to believe that you have spoken to no one that combated that and updated your software on that idea. <laughs> okay? I like that. And if, and, your and, software. And, and if that is the case then okay i'll be the one because when you say something to me like that automatically my mind says well what's what's speaking white yeah what is speaking white has no one ever asked you that as a retort to that what is speaking white are you saying that i i i what i articulate myself well i have a vast lexicon like it sounds like i may read a book or two every now and again is it so do you enjoy my diction right <laughs> my vernacular <laughs> so if that's the case then what are you saying about black people yeah because that's what that's i was about to follow it up with i was like so what's talking black exactly it must be the opposite of all these things we just said and if that's the case that seems quite demeaning yes and again I'm not especially if the person that said it to you is a black person. Right. But, <laughs> but 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 again, I'm not necessarily that upset with you. I truly truly do as much as people think I am impatient and I'm an asshole this that and the third. I truly do love to understand. So when you say that to me, I understand that adults are nothing but children that continue to breathe and have birthdays. <laughs> that that's that's all it is and can we say they mature For, maybe we hope, may, we maybe hope. like we yeah what, 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 mature in what way like they got taller like is, is <laughs> mentally that like, nigga like you can mature okay. mentally yeah you can mature mentally but how do you mature mentally i don't know through experiences knowledge okay all right so uh so let's let's okay let's uh Okay, so we're, we're going to diverge for a bit. We're going to digress for a second because you brought up a really good point. Through experiences. Mm -hmm. Age-old saying, wisdom comes with age. Bullshit. Right. 
Earl Hooks is on this podcast right now to say bullshit. I wish you would come at me with that. I'll tell you, let me rephrase it. Let me elevate y'all. Let me redo this. Let me update y'all software if that's what you're going off of, okay? Let me reframe this for you. Age and wisdom are not necessarily directly correlated. This is the thing. With age comes experiences. Mm -hmm. With experiences come the possibility to learn from them, which could result in wisdom because wisdom is acting on knowledge. Don't tell me just because you older you have more wisdom because that's what that would mean. Well, what I when I when I said that, I more I didn't mean like I didn't mean that you know this is the case for every person that ages. Well, well I know, but that's what I'm saying. But when you just say a flat statement like with uh, age comes wisdom, that is a false that is a fallacy. That is a false statement. That is not true. There are mad, dumb unwise older people and we all know this yeah we run into them every single day why because they continue to get older have experiences and not reap the benefits of them at all they just kept running into the same problems over and over and over thinking that the world the universe is out to get them and that they're just a million factors in life and variables that are just barreling down on them that they have no control over. And you know what? There's truth to that. You don't control everything, but you do control how you respond to these variables in life. That is something. So again, yeah, wisdom can come with age, but it's not necessarily. So going back, yeah, you can get older and mature mentally, but that doesn't necessarily mean that everybody gets older and matures mentally, especially not at the same rate or with the same vehemence or, you know what I mean, impact as the next person. Yeah. And, that, and, that's, and that's, that's just, that's true shit. Very that's, true. That's, that's facts. And we all know Those some... Facts. We all know some dumb old heads, so... Yeah, so when I'm, I'm speaking to these people, it's just like, you know what? They're just children that got older and they weren't given the, they were either uninformed or ill-informed, but they weren't given the, you know, the information to, I don't know, to be outside of their wheelhouse or their regular, you know what I mean, way of thinking. They're still working on fucking Windows 98. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And that's, and that's just the way it is because you have to be around certain people. Like things have to be open for you in order for you to absorb this information and start reframing things in your mind and thinking about things in a different way but you have to be open and accepting for this information to be absorbed into your mind you know what i mean it's it's just it's so you can start to create new neural pathways so again i don't really be getting upset when i hear dumb shit come from people i'm like okay you just don't know you just don't know any better. Again, it's not necessarily that they're trying to push out what they think is valuable information. They just don't know or may not necessarily be capable at that point in time. So, so, it's, so it's up to the burden of advancing life on this planet for human beings is on the, the conscious 
cognizant, aware, open people. It, the burden is on us. It, it is. So when we have conversations with people, you hear something that you feel like is completely erroneous. It, it, we, we have to stop just saying, oh, you're a fucking idiot and just walking the other way. Conversation. We have to have conversation. We have to. Period. All right. That was my rant. <laughs> that was my rant. I went off. That was um, so random topic that I was kind of um, that came came to me um, a couple days ago because I know that we all have these things. Um, and as you know, we talked about we talked recently about, you know, us getting older, entering our 30s and things like that. And it really got me to thinking about some of the bad habits that I don't want to necessarily follow me into you know my my later adulthood mm, okay um and i think my number one right now is procrastination i mm. i am the biggest <laughs> procrastinators <laughs> i i will i will gladly wait to the last minute to do a lot of different things and right. it bites me in the ass every single time so mm. you're right as an adult i've lived through many experiences and i've yet to change this one thing about me Hmm. But I was going to ask you, what are your bad habits or personality traits that you'd like to kick, my friend? Uh, I, see, for me, please tell me that you don't have any. I'm waiting for you to say I or Hooks have no <laughs> bad habits or personality traits. Okay. All right. <laughs> you know what's funny is what I'm going to say is it's akin to that. Okay. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's akin to that. Um there's there's not so much right now that is like completely shitting on my life to the point where it's it's really really crumbling down my affairs with people, you know, loved ones mm -hmm. or my health so much, uh whether it be mental or physical. Um, what I will say is that there are, everything comes with pros and cons and that I, I do try to stay hyper aware of the way things serve me and the way things don't serve me. Um, and that's, that's really fucking interesting that you say procrastination. I mean, before I get into mine, I mean, what, what downfalls are you seeing because of your procrastination like in life? Um, you know, I, I here's my thing. Procrastination is just something I I kind of I've had, so I don't I don't I don't know that I have anything very very specific to tell you right here in this moment. Mm. But I will say that there's a lot of opportunities that I've missed out on from procrastinating. Um, I've missed out on financial aid for school from right. procrastinating. Yeah. Um, you know, just waiting forever to submit paperwork and things like that. Just mm -hmm. losing out on free money for me to educate myself. Yes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. That, so, when, yeah, when you're wearing it like that, <laughs> it's kind of like, get your shit together, man. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, just, just stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? And I hate it every time because I feel like I'm just like, you just feel like you're holding yourself back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, and it, and it's, that it's, sounds like sheer detriment. It's, like it's there's no, no way that serves you. Yeah. And it's no one's fault but yourself. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah, procrastination, dog, is just like the number one thing. Like it's, and it's just like, why, Keon? Why can't you just get the fuck up and do it right now? Why? Just do yeah. it. 
Yeah, see, for it doesn't, me... It doesn't uh, matter if it was only going to take 30 minutes. Do that 30 minutes now, not the Friday before it's due. Do it now. Yeah. And then you don't have to worry about it the day before it's due. I don't care if it's going to take 30 minutes or not. I think something that, that would help with that is doing things that you love or at least finding something that you love within something that's kind of like, eh. <laughs> It's kind of mediocre. Like you're trying, like you have to do the digging, the excavation, and find the golden gems. I have to. And, I have. Yeah. Like we may not all like all the aspects of going to work. Like we clearly come here and talk shit about some of the Man. lack of, of of etiquette within work. But you, but you, but unless you go and you find those golden nuggets, those little things that you can enjoy inside work, you're just gonna you're gonna loathe going there. Yeah. And that's going to drastically diminish your quality of life. Definitely. So, yeah. So I, I think I think you have to try, to try to find the things that you like within, you know, mediocre activities yeah. or whatever. Or maybe you could change, you know, find a way to change your view on it. Maybe it won't be so mediocre. For me, the things that were like really, really killing me were just like bad drug habits, which I, I knocked. <laughs> you know what i mean like yeah okay like, yeah like the the copious amounts of adderall got it got crazy like i didn't really talk about it but it got it got stupid at a point in time like it was staying up for three days my nigga what i would i would do i would do just dumb amounts like Doing 60 milligrams of, of Adderall in a day is that's super uncalled for. It is smoking a pack of cigarettes, being a person that doesn't even like cigarettes, smoking a pack of cigarettes that come along with that, eating mad candy for some reason. I like a lot of like nerd ropes and lollipops that come along with it. Red Bulls, five hour energies, monsters, not eating real meals, like not eating at all, actually, really. Um, not even hydrating the way that I should be, you know, no sleep, like three, like you said, three days, no sleep, you know, four days, no sleep. Just, it was just a million different things that were happening all at once. And it just continued to compound on one another. And I was like, okay, this has got to, like, this has got to stop. It's got to stop. Um, so and it, were, did and you it just, was everywhere around me and it was, you, every, it was yeah. too, it was too accessible. Yeah. I was going to say that, but, um, so, I mean, what is it, what does it take to stop? You just stop. Are you uh, just, to be honest, like, are you could just do a cold turkey? Yeah, because a lot of people can't be. So for me, it's an equation. So for me, okay. if I'm going to take a variable outside of the equation, the equation is now it's unbalanced. Mm -hmm. So in order for me to balance the equation again, I have to replace. I have to put something in that variable's place. Mm -hmm. So for me. I know that I have an addictive personality. Like when I get into something, I get into it. So I just take that out and I just make sure that I obsess over great things for me. You know what I mean? Whether it be reading books. Now I'll be in this motherfucker reading three different books at the same time. Sun Tzu's Art of War, George Eliot's Daniel Deronda, and then uh, a book on the limits of neuroscience. You um, know what I mean? And like the I just... The mindless I, appeal of it. What I, I want you guys to know that um, there is a, a picture of Earl floating around. Of, this isn't this isn't me. Um, he's there's a picture. Of, there's a picture of Earl floating around. No, he's standing up on the subway, <laughs> double fisting two thick ass books. That's not them that's, both that, at the same time. That while is, wearing a trench is, coat and a fedora. That is that is Earl. The, the all these things sound like something I would do, but it's just it's just not true. It's not me. 
it's just some older black gentleman and i don't know how the fuck he's reading two books at once like, that is insane like i i read a book close it go to the next and then i you know i go I alternate between. that's crazy to hold two books in your hand at one like that is insane you know what it takes to read, comprehend, retain information, you're doing it with two, but like that's insane. Yeah. That 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 nigga, he's a, he's an alien. But <laughs> but yeah, that again, you know, I just got the yoga mat, so I'm, I got a yoga class later today, six thirty. I'm I'm in there. I'm in the class. You know, Beddington. Yeah, you know, yoga, going in there, yeah. working out. Young pos- young podcasting. one with himself. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You young Pacific little seven C's. I'm young one with himself. You know what I'm saying? It's just the way it is. So you, you just, I just had to make sure that because if I had just taken it out and just thought I was just going to sit at the house, that wasn't going to be the case. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you have to put something else in its place, mm-hmm. and, and and that's and that's just that. Um, so aside from that, no, I was talking to someone earlier today about this characteristic of mine of like wooing people. Uh-huh. And, and kind of seeing people as puzzles, but then after realizing that I have won someone over, I get bored and they can easily be dropped from my life. And you, you probably may have seen that, or this may not surprise you so much, no right. way. Yes. Um, but again, I look at the way that it serves me and disserves me. Yeah, there are certain relationships that maybe could have been more. Right. Let me, let me find out she'd be burning them bridges. Nah, nah, that's another thing with me. I don't I don't burn bridges. I, I just I just walk away from the bridge. <laughs> I just I just walk away. The bridge is there. Like I just, just walk <laughs> I just walk away from it. Like um so, so it's like you, you there's build never, a... Yeah, there's never really like animosity. <laughs> you know, like ever since high school and I was done being a fuckboy for you know various reasons in okay. very in various ways. You don't, you're not really running into too many people that have met me in the past like five or so years. It's just like, oh, he's a piece of shit. He treated me wrong. He did that. Like, nah. If anything, we just had an amicable parting of the ways, or, you know, we just kind of fell out. But they shouldn't necessarily be having, you know, too bad many things hateful, to say hateful, about hateful, you. Hateful things to say about my character. Right. And the right. way that I carry myself in, you know, accordance with other people. Like, nah. Nah, 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 nah. So. Again, the the wound thing is certain because I am I'm open and available and understanding that things in this world come and go, come and go. This too shall pass. Right. And so when people come into my life like that's awesome and we can immerse ourselves in the moment and completely be respective and appreciative of every moment that we share together, whether it's good or bad. Right. Because we're going to reap the benefits out of all of it anyway. That's great. But if you just so happen to go away or maybe I outgrow you or you outgrow me or we just fall out for any reason, again, I am okay with people and spirits and ideas and concepts out completely severed from what it does to serve me. So we can go separate ways just because you're not in my life working for me or doing things for me anymore, making me feel good. That shouldn't necessarily now make me, uh, you know, it shouldn't birth any chagrin towards you and your spirit and who you are as a person. Like if you need to leave my person, my airspace, my orbit for any reason, that's cool. Because guess what? I want the best for you. Like I, me, and whatever this embodiment is, it shouldn't be shackled to you. Mm-hmm. That's not the way the world works. You know what I mean? So it's, it's it's completely okay for things to come and go. And my understanding with that 
I think it, it sort of helps, and it goes hand in hand with the whole wooing thing. Like things can go, and it's and it is completely okay. We can continue to go and 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 grow in our own path, and then maybe it'll maybe our paths will intersect at another point in time, and maybe it'll make sense to us then why things didn't work out now. You know what I mean? Or we didn't continue to trek the path together. Whatever, but it's just there are way too many things in life. You have to understand that we don't know shit. We're dumbass human beings, and we don't know shit. You know what I mean? So anytime that you're getting into that bag of just oh, why this person isn't around anymore? Oh, you don't do it. It's just it stems from insecurity. You are insecure. You do not feel secure in yourself and what is going on with you momentarily, and that's that. So again, I just look at things in the way that they serve me and the way that they don't. But I never, I usually never look at myself or any given characteristic and be like, oh, that is all great or that is all good. You give me any characteristic, I can find a way in which it serves or disserves somebody. I promise you that. My nigga. (laughs) (laughs) I am going on crazy rants today. Not only that, but I just got an awesome fucking message from our animator cartoon number two on the way all right ah, yes i'm hoping that you all really enjoyed the first one because we're definitely going to keep doing those oh my um, god definitely got something really cool in the works very excited very excited yes i'll tell you what before we get out of here there is one last thing that we need to talk about because this is ah fuck ah actually no there's there's kind of two. This may be a long one. You got time? Yeah, I'm, I'm good. All right. I like it. Here's the thing. We're talking about getting older. Things that you don't want to bring with you into your older life. Okay. Right? <laughs> and it makes me think about your legacy. And it makes me think about the life that you're bringing up with okay. Jacory, your beautiful son. All right. Have you thought about, because this man is 10 years old, have you thought about, because I do not remember, no, let me say I don't remember. I don't remember it because it didn't fucking happen. My dad, I never (laughs) got the birds and the bees talk. No one ever sat me down and talked to me about this is how this works. Uh, This is how you treat a lady necessarily. This is what you should be looking for when it comes to intimacy and romance and blah blah blah. So I'd like to go through something with you real quick. I'd like to I'd like to have a little a little mock session right now. All right. I'm Jacory. <laughs> I come to you, age fifteen, sophomore high school, this freshman sophomore, fifteen, uh, sixteen. Let's yeah, say I'm a sophomore yeah. junior high school, right? Right. right. About sixteen years old. Say, Dad. I've been, I've been dating Monique now for about, for about, you know, six months, seven months. And, you know, I don't know how things were when you were in high school, but I'll, I'll tell you this. She's expecting me to have sex with her like now-ish. like she's looking to she thinks because she's looking at her friends who have all had sex or at least say that they have had sex with someone she's looking to to go into this you know walk into this threshold of womanhood Mm -hmm. right this rite of passage you may say and i don't know how to feel about it i'm attracted to her i like her 
Uh, but but I've I've never really been in this realm. I've never really crossed these boundaries before. And you know, you and I have had a cool relationship. So I thought that you may be able to tell me something that I need to know. You know, something so I can take this information and look at this how this motherfucker sixteen is talking to you. <laughs> so yeah, I, so definitely. I think it's mad mature. Yeah, <laughs> so I can take this information and discern for myself what route I need to take. Whether I'm going to do it or not. And if I do, how I'm going to handle it. If I don't, how I'm going to handle that. Dad, give me something. I- I'm lost. So first thing that comes to my mind is what I'm hearing is a lot of what she wants. Okay. So I, I have to ask him what he wants. Because I-, I heard, if, you know, from what you said, I- he sounds unsure. Yes. There's some things that he's wondering about. Yes. So I'm, I'm going to ask if that's what he wants to do. Because at age 16, I feel like, all right, I mean, come on. Like they out here, they out here, get, they out here getting it in uh, or they, or they, or they want to, or they're thinking about it. You know what okay, I'm saying? Those thoughts okay. are crossing their minds. Okay. And I wasn't raised in, in a, you know, no sex before marriage household. And I'm not kind of, ra- I'm not necessarily raising him like that either. Yeah. Um. So I'm going to ask him if, if it's something that he wants to do first. Okay. And, you know, see how he's feeling because the worst thing you can do is, is, let somebody pressure you into something like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because once you do that, there's no going back. You know what I'm okay. saying? Like it's it's done. The deed is done. You yes. know what I'm saying? Okay. Um okay. so in the, it, so uh, in the event that he does say, you know what, that that like that's a good point. I was I was a little bashful coming into this conversation because I didn't know exactly how you were gonna take it, because I know this is kind of a big deal. But it it is something I want to do. It is it is something I want to do. Like so how so how do i facilitate this how do i facilitate this like what what should i what do i do well it sounds like to me that you know it's something that she wants it sounds like it's something that you want um so first thing i'm gonna say is do it safely okay (laughs) all right you know where i'm at with it (laughs) you know where i'm at with it Okay. Um, because you know, I, I'll probably end up telling him about my experiences having a, a kid at a young age. You know what I'm saying? I'm the first. I'm the first person you can talk to about that. He'll be like, "So um, what? Was I a mistake? Do you hate me?" <laughs> like, no. Because so, so, no. because how does no. that go? So because because I want to know how you articulate to him that you did it and that he's not a burden on you. Because because um, he might be thinking, oh well. So, so am I a burden? Because I, I, I was under the impression that you love me. So, so I, I why, so why, should, so why got should, all that from well, what I said? Well, because you, you're saying you're going to let him know how you went through having a child at a young age. That child would be him. Yeah, but that is, no, I don't think anything bad comes from that statement. Like, okay, how, so, how do you okay, immediately? So, oh, so, okay, so he could say, oh, well, then why don't I just do it with no condiment? And I'll just have my little record. Like, if there's no issue there, then I'll just do it, too. Well, there, there, there's, there's an... Okay, okay, I see what you're uh, I see what you're doing. There we go, All there right. we go. So, this, anyways, this is what I would say to him. Um, I would say that having kids at a young age, you know, it's, it, it's, it's tough because you're, you're damn near a kid yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're mm-hmm. talking... Like, I, Jacory, Jacory was born when I was 20. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm... You know, um, what a year, maybe two out of uh, out, out of high, high school. school. Yeah. Like, just think about that—a year or two out of high school. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just really young. So all I want, I guess all I would want him to know is that, you know, it's a big responsibility. Right. And if you, and you know, you're very young, it's not necessarily a responsibility that you should have on yourself at that age. Right. Like, go out here, live your life. And you know a responsibility saying? that you're inadvertently going to put on me as yeah. well. Well, yeah, that too. That yeah. too. That right. too. Because, I mean, you know, at age, at age 16, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, who the fuck is going to be taking care of this kid? It's going to be the, him, that girl, and the respective parents of those children. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yes. So it's just like, you know, you, you're, not a, you're not a mistake um, or anything right. like that. I just know what it feels like to have a kid at a young age. And mm -hmm. I know, and I've watched a lot of, you know, I've seen, I, I've watched a lot of my friends not have a kid at a young age. And <laughs> if you want, you know what I'm saying? If you want to have a life, if you want to, Ooh. you know, yes. If you Ooh, want to, hold on, hold on, hold on. We, well, hold on. Okay. I'm glad we had this conversation. You need to definitely phrase that differently. <laughs> if you want to be able to do what you want, when you want to okay you know what i'm saying okay okay yes if you, you want be, to be okay, able okay. to do what you much want different when you want to much having a kid is not the way to go mm. i'm not saying having a kid is bad but at age 16 i mean like what kind of job do you have you know what i'm saying kids cost money <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying yes they do you can't kid, you can't eat love <laughs> yeah kids cost money what kind of job do you have yeah you know what i'm saying like, do you really, like, you really want to go through all that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, because it's tough. Right. You know, it's tough. Okay. You know, um, luckily, you know, I had a good, uh, you know, I had a village around me. I had good people mm. around me. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Um, you know, I had people I could rely on as far as babysitting, as far as if I needed help, if I needed right. money for certain things. Right. You know what I'm saying? I had that around me. And Ja'Cory will have that around him as well. Right. But we're not all that lucky. Right. So right, right, very, very true. Yeah, man. This, you know, yeah. I, I, I don't think I would. I, I don't think I would phrase it for him to believe he was some kind of mistake. Well, I no, yeah, him, I know. But again, that's I just why want, I decided to have this conversation because you don't, because you never have this conversation until you have this conversation, right? You know what I mean. So I just thought I'd, I, you know, I'd put a couple of things out yeah. there. And I, but and I'm, I'm, I'm not that, gonna. I'm glad that we did. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it though. Cause it's not, it's just not some shit. It's not something to be yeah. sugarcoated. Yeah, it's it not. ain't sweet. <laughs> yeah, it ain't a sweet thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All like, right, you know, like you want to deal with this and then have to go to school. Like this, is what you, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying, like you want to yeah. go to school for a whole day and then come home to, you know, to a kid. Yeah, Man. yeah. Again, again. <laughs> I mean, I, I wanted to know how you would try to articulate it to a child because, again, this person is 16, 17. It all this makes perfect sense to me as a 29 year old man, right. You know what I mean? With no children and none of these responsibilities that you're speaking on, but it's very interesting trying to get this information to a small child. That is, I mean, like I said, I remember myself just horny as fuck <laughs> all the time. And you know, you got your friends that probably if they are not lying about the sex that they're having, they're probably not wearing condoms because that shit, you know, isn't, cool to do you're just out there just fucking doing your thing or whatever you know what i mean or people that are very uh 
very skittish about going into a store and buying condoms at that age. You might be feel a little weird about a cashier looking up at you or people seeing you. I think like it's we've just all been there. It's, yeah, it's just weird insecurities. You know what I mean? From, Ooh, from, from you're a young, having sex from a young mind. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Because like, nigga, I've had more than one cashier like, oh, look, okay. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah definitely. Oh. That's you're, you're gonna have some fun tonight. Like, oh, whoa! Yeah, hey, I, my man, more don't, than one. My man, don't comment on <laughs> on my items here. <laughs> don't don't comment on my items. That's crazy. Ugh. That is wild. I've never had a motherfucker look down because I've 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 come out with some wild shit and they didn't have anything to do with each other, but just having the accumulation of of certain items. Like I have like some ring pops. Some fucking condoms and an umbrella or some shit. <laughs> so I was like, "Yo, what you getting in, dude?" You know what I mean? <laughs> because they just put them all together, like yeah. they all had to do with it. It's like, bro, come on, man. Like, right? Don't do it. The weatherman said it was gonna rain tomorrow. I might have sex this weekend, and I like ring pops. Like, don't do this. <laughs> don't don't do this right now. But I just thought that'd be interesting. The very last thing that I wanted to talk to, and it's kind of weird coming off talking about your son eventually and inevitably having sex, but. It's your weird, freaky shit that you brought to me in the in the any last words podcast chat like a week ago. We got to get yeah, yeah, this. we yeah, got to yeah, get yeah. this out the way. Okay, okay. I, I guess this was this is heavy so, in the Twitter sphere. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's probably heavy everywhere. But um, there's like there's a bunch of men out there that really don't fuck with like their girls, like their their wives, their fiancés, their girlfriends using uh, using uh, sex toys. Or specifically vibrators. Okay. And I just think that that's super funny because it's like, why? Why does that bother you so much? Right. Is it, is it, are you, are you, are you... You wanted to dive into the, the mind of that. Yeah, I'm just, I'm trying to put myself in the mind of someone that is like that. Okay. Is, is, it, is it like, oh, you know, she getting her shit off without me? Are you mad about that? Like, <laughs> right. is, is that, is that, is that it? Or is it like, do you feel replaced? Like this thing it's doing, mm. is it doing your job for you? Like, like what is right. it, what is it that bothers you so much about right. it? You know right. what I'm saying? Do you, do you feel useless? Mm. Like, like, do you feel like you've been replaced? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it? By, by, by a mere toy that was purchased for 30 to $70 or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Which again, all stems from not feeling secure. Exactly. In yourself. Exactly. Is there any other possible way we could think about this? Like, I don't, I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. Big brain learn world. You tell okay. me. <laughs> <laughs> Man, fuck you and Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> Big brain learn worlds. <laughs> Y'all are mad whack. Like, see, and that's, and that's the issue. Motherfuckers growing up and just wanting to learn things <laughs> and just be expansive and eclectic in the way that they absorb information from, you know, the entire world. Yeah. And then just being like, ah, you smart motherfuckers. Fuck, what you think you better than me? Oh, you piece of shit. Oh, look at this motherfucker reading books. Oh, this is, like, it's so just, funny. Just to be clear, I don't feel that way. No, about, I know. About I, anyone. I, I, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> it, is a, it is a joke. I, I get it. It's just, it's just very funny. Um, 
Yeah, no, there's no, I, I, to me, it stems from insecurity. Yeah, I, I can't think I of it any other to, way. I happen to think that a, a woman that is in tune with herself, you know, whether, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, again, like, all, I think that that's extremely sexy. Yeah, definitely. I, you know what I mean? For, for you to be able to, I, I've been in a position before where, I asked a woman, we were in bed together. This was like, this was a, a bit of foreplay, right? I asked a woman if she would, because she had mad to it. Like, she let me know that she got, got shit done on her own mm-hmm. in multiple ways. There were, like, little warming gels. Right. You know what I mean? For her vagina that would just get things just there. You know what I mean? Quicker. And she right. had different toys and things like that. So I was like, you know what? To be honest with you, I kind of want to see this in action. Definitely. I want to see this in action, and then, and then and I'll hop in ten minutes down the line. You know what I mean? But I, I want to see that. I love to see you in tune with yourself and be able to please yourself. Like that is a beautiful image because it's, it's almost like even that. Even though I'm not involved in this very moment, this is all still turning me on. This is all very sexy. It's still. It's kind of a. It's a form of foreplay. It is. It's a. It's a yeah. huge form of foreplay. Even I might. I may not be involved at this very moment, but I'm still enjoying myself. And and, and you know? again and again about appreciating things, completely severed for what it it can do for you. And 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 again, maybe we're still getting off on it, right? So it's still doing something for you. But it what it isn't doing is just boosting up this male ego of I can't do anything without you. And I think <laughs> that's more so where, where this is coming from. Cause you're talking about feeling replaced, feeling useless, right? Just because you're, you simply do not have control over, over everything, over all the faculties of this other human being. Yeah. Pretty much is what it seems like. That same that same person I was just talking about, there was a point where we were walking into it. We went out. We were going into like a fucking Panera Bread, and then we were gonna we we're gonna eat some food there. We we're gonna go out on a hike. On the way out the car in the parking lot, strolling to the Panera Bread, I guess she I don't know. This fucking thought just came to her. She was wearing some leggings, some athletic shoes, and like some little crop top, some little athletic you know crop top thing. And she stopped in the middle of the fucking parking lot. She's oh. Oh my gosh, I didn't even think about this. I'm so sorry. She looked at me and she said, Is it okay that I wear this? Like, is it okay that I wear it like that? Like, my skin is showing like this? And I'm like, What? (laughs) (laughs) What? What is, I mean, how do you feel? Do you feel good? (laughs) Is the sun hitting you right? Like, are you hot? Are you cold? Like, if, if it feels good on you, then yeah, but, but that has nothing to do with me. The way I'm, what do you mean? Don't ask me well, for permission to wear the clothes that and, you feel good in. And you know what that ties into? What? I think, and now this may not necessarily been the situation for her, but you know, there's a lot of men out there that also, like they'll, they'll phrase the question like, would you let your woman go out in this or in that? Yo. And it's like, it's like, it's like, you can't date a bad bitch and then when she's looking like a bad bitch, you don't want her to be a bad bitch. You don't want her to be a bad bitch. You know what I'm saying? That's a thousand. That's one thousand. Like, you need to know what you signed up for. Exactly. Like, you want her shackled up in the house just for you. Like, fucking nasty creep. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty much. Yeah, there was actually another woman I was talking to 
a while ago and she said, hey, you know, this was like first days of speaking. So she's just trying to catch the vibe. She's trying to understand the wavelengths. And she's just like, hey, if we would if we were to be dating seriously, would you let me go out with my girls when I want to? Oh, my gosh. You know what I mean? And but but for her, it was it was it was a trick question. You know what I mean? It was like a loaded question. So I was like, I was again taken aback because I'm like, let you? <laughs> yeah, that's I'm like what do you what do you mean? Let that, the word you? let changes that statement a lot. It does. I'm <laughs> like, you are a grown ass one. I'm not your father. Like, what do you mean let you? You do whatever the fuck you want to do, regardless right. of how I feel about it. Now, if you're asking me how I would feel about it, is a whole nother question, and I don't care. <laughs> You know what I mean? But that's a whole, but that framing of the question means everything. Yeah. Definitely. So you're right. It all goes together. There's just been, I guess I've run into, and we probably all have a little too many women that have been in such crazy shackled mentally and emotionally and maybe physically abusive relationships with these overbearing fucking men yeah. You know what I mean? That have to, again, have complete control over everything. They need to be Geppetto pulling all the strings. And it's just, it's a little, it's, it's kind of fucking weird. When when women, I, again, I think that there's a spectrum for conversation no matter what it is. But when women do bring up the patriarchy, like, that's the issue. <laughs> that's the issue with this overarching patriarchal sort of talk. You know what I mean? That women bring up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's it, these days. It's just that's that's the issue. That's the fucking issue. That's gross. <laughs> yeah, I think that like guys that are like that, that like don't really now. You know, anybody listening to this, feel free to say fuck me and tell me otherwise. One thousand percent. Any last but, words? Um, <laughs> but um, I just feel like guys that are like that about like you know, like sex toys and like those are the type of niggas that just want to like. Smash, smash, smash! Hit it from the back, nut. I'm done. Oh, you know what I'm saying? God. Like they don't treat sex like an experience. Like the body, the body, the body is not a landscape to them. It's just a, it's a dumpster of sorts. Oh God! Like it's for for them to 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 dump their shit into. You know what I'm saying? God! Like they don't they don't treat it like. It's it's uh, oh. it's not a canvas to them. They don't want to paint this canvas. Ah, oh, yes. Pun, I, pun I intended. It. Pun intended. Um, <laughs> Jesus Christ. They don't. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't. They don't. They don't care. They just. They. Yes. They're on, they only see what's in it for them. Yes. No. That, oh fuck. He said, "Smash, smash, smash, nut. <laughs> Hit it from the back, nut. I'm done." Hey, that, that might that might be the title of this one. Smash, 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 smack, done. <laughs> oh, that's a thousand percent. That's done. Hey, yeah, Mikey, go ahead, clip that. You already know what it is. Like, that is insane. But no, you you're completely right. You're completely right. There is no, there is no foreplay and all no, this sort of stuff. Man. There is no taking your time and like you Hell said, nah. going through the landscape and trying to sort of explore the crevices the the mountains the valleys the peaks like there is none of that you know what i mean it isn't some sort of soul swapping experience it's just like you said smash 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 back 
nut. Like it's yep. Oh God, you're right. That's, it's just it, I just feel like you're missing out on so much when you're when you have that kind of mindset. You're just missing well, well, yeah, out on so it much. Is. I mean, sex is a huge part of relationships. It isn't everything, but it is a huge part. Well, of even if even if you're not in a relationship with that person, right, right, right. Yeah. Very true. When I when I say relationship, I mean every type. Okay, okay. Of relationship, you know what I mean? It, it, I mean, it's a huge part if you're going to be having an intimate relationship with someone. You know, physically, sex it, it's a huge part of it. You know, like physicality can be a huge component to it. So, you, again, it goes back to consideration. Yeah. Are you considering that this is a whole other being that you're with in bed that has a whole assortment of needs? Yep. You know what I mean? And are you, are you considering if you're fulfilling these needs? Are you having the talks with them? Hey, am I fulfilling these needs? And if not, what can I do to facilitate that fulfillment for you? You know what I mean? It's just, again, it, it all comes down to conversation and consideration within it. But, yeah, no, nah, that's crazy. I, I don't, I don't, it's wild to me to even want a woman that you kind of just see as, a, you might just go get a fucking blow-up dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, cause it seems or like a, you, you want, a like, fleshlight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> it seems like you just want some mindless being, some mindless subservient being to you yeah that's what it seems like yeah. don't talk unless i talk to you don't go out unless i tell you you can go out don't wear this unless i tell you you can wear it i want you on some uggs some sweatpants a turtleneck a motherfucking scarf some earmuffs and shades and a scully on you know at what I'm saying? all like, times at all times yeah it feels like 99 degrees out where's the scarf <laughs> put the scarf on oh you like, showing you showing necks <laughs> you got you got your neck out out here and, uh, yeah, and, and and we'll and we'll talk about the burka another time. That's a whole other culture, yeah. and I and I don't want to you know completely shit on it. I want to give right, it, right, right, I right. want to give it its due diligence. I want to you know really really unpack that. Uh, that's a whole other thing. But yeah, man, no. I, when it when it comes to sex, I mean, does the, is there not just this overwhelming fulfillment and joy inside of you? Just no, seeing and experiencing that same fulfillment and joy and pleasure in your significant other. And it's like, it, you, you know, you're talking about pride and ego. If anything, making a girl have an orgasm is going to boost that. Oh, my God. Like, come on, dog. I don't think like that the there's anything better on <laughs> this fucking... <laughs> Listen, I'm passionate about a lot of things. <laughs> I don't think there's anything better on this planet than a woman having an orgasm. I I because I, I, I stand or I stand by it. Yeah. Or, or not even. Or not well, even. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. Yeah, regardless. A woman having an orgasm might be I, I mean, bro, what are we talking about here? What are we talking about here? I mean, the uncontrollable sort of electrified jolts going through their body. Right. You know what I mean? Like the eyes, the face, like the, just everything, the and clenching. It's just, and it's just like, it's like, yeah, I did that. Oh, <laughs> like what? Let me do it again. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, let me yeah. try to knock it out the park again. Yeah. Like, I'm here in servitude for you. Like, I, whatever I can do to elevate this experience that is happening between us and may never happen again. Who knows? I might walk out of here straight after this, get hit by a bus. Who knows? 
But this moment right here, let's take the time and have the care to to ascend as as high as we can. You know what I mean? Let's yeah, when I'm talking about when I'm talking about fucking hiking to this mountain peak, this summit, the apex, and having this revolutionary experience up there. It's the same idea that I have in bed. It's the same idea, except now, instead of it being a solitary excursion, you're unified. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's a beautiful union in that, and that, that's its own experience. But yeah, man. Woo-wee! Okay. All right, lady listeners. How are you feeling out there? <laughs> How are you feeling out there, lady listeners? This is for you. <laughs> but uh yeah, man, that that is it. I think that this was a great one. We got a lot of stuff out of the way. Definitely. I, I'm I'm excited for this. Uh Mikey, you got some work ahead of you. This was a long one. Your sure. last words for the people, Keon. Um my last words for the people, man. If you're dating a bad bitch, don't be afraid to let her be that. Hey, that was a that's a thousand. Mikey, clip that too. We might need that. <laughs> that, that is motherfucker over here preaching. Uh, all right, last thing I got it. Yeah, it's gonna have to do with this too. women orgasms are amazing. (laughs) You you creatures are just something else, honestly. This whole multiple orgasm thing that you guys are capable of. Oh, God. I mean, it's just very, very beautiful. And all the intricacies and nuance that goes into the pleasure of a woman. It's, listen, I don't shun it. I will never refute it. I, I I hold you very to a very very high esteem. I think it's beautiful. I think it's grand, and 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 I'm I'm in servitude. <laughs> I'm I think, in servitude, I think, I, and you and you know who you are. I think that uh, <laughs> uh, I think in this pod you'll you all grow to know that we love women. We don't hate them. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. No, I've never smacked a woman in the head with a skateboard. Fuck no. <laughs> That's gonna just keep coming up. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's so just, left field. It's it, so yeah, wild. It's just the it's the top of the fucking like it's just like fuckery. Yeah, yes, it's, it's yes, just, the top of the fucking fuckery. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's. Oh my god, that one blew my fucking mind out of my head. That yeah. was crazy. But anyway, yeah, great one, man. Woo! Another one done. Episode 20! Yes! This is excited. You fucking right I am. Again, <laughs> like I said before, this is an accomplishment every time. Every yeah, it is. Time. This is a milestone. It's, 2-0, baby. You know, it's, it's a lot of pods out there that, you know, they get started and they don't finish. And it's just like... They just you, lose that flame. Yeah. We passion. We you guys should see the shit we talk about in our any last words uh chat room with Mike. Uh, like, like it is all gas, no breaks. You fucking right. Straight Goku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Straight Goku on these motherfuckers. But all right, man. All right, all this right. was a good one. Let's wrap up.